well. Listen out loud, that is. It's time for Anime Jam Session with DJ Ronma S, Mako-chan, and Ari Rockefeller. Hey everyone, welcome to Anime Jam Session, episode number 294. Wow, we made it through practically a full year without any of us really killing each other. Well, we've come close, most likely by killing each other, pretty much me being strung up by the rest of the staff, but hi guys. But, mm-hmm. Yes, we are that podcast that talks about anime, games, conventions, the fandom, and geek stuff, and everything in between. I'm DJ Ronma S., I am Mako-chan. I'm Ichigo Gami. And I'm Yuni. Oh shit. Who let Yuni in here? Who opened that door? <laughs> Sorry. She looked nice enough. Oh. Time to break all the things. Please don't. If you saw what I recently bought... And that breaks. Uh, you'd make you'd make a grown man cry. Would be the first time. <clears throat> oh Jesus! Really? Oh, Uni, you're something special. But we love you. That's why you keep me around. Yeah. That too. That too. <laughs> that too. <laughs> we are live tonight, week of December 20th, 2016, here on the VOG Network, and Merry Christmas, Happy Kwanzaa, Happy Hanukkah, Happy Holidays, and all that good jazz. We're here live Tuesdays at 9.30 p.m. Eastern, with replays Thursdays at 2 p.m. Eastern. Check out our interactive chat room at live.vognetwork.com, where Dr. Tsuya is asking about uh, Kefka's theme, like Kefka's up to something. Yes, yeah. Yes, I will leave it. It's best to leave it at that. <laughs> <laughs> chat clients like this Merc X Chat, Chatzilla can use irc.gamesearch.net. The chat room is VOG, V O G. Or you can head on over to animejamsession.com slash VOG Network, where there's some information about us and the site. And if you click on there, there's an IRC link that brings you directly to the chat room if you have one of those clients. Um, check ins are live, so go ahead and earn your VOG points. <laughs> If you're listening to this on the syndicated uh, episode or on our podcast feed, there's a passphrase in here somewhere. Um, if you hear it, head on over to vibenetwork.com, put that passphrase in, and earn some points. So we're going to go around the room and do how was your week, how was your day, and I have the perfect theme for that. There we go. I like that theme. I think I'll put it on repeat for all of us. Alright. Go around the room here. Ichigo, how was your week? How was your day? Well, uh, it was pretty good. Um, I ended up finding... Well, it was good and bad. Oh. <laughs> so, never work on a costume when you're not sure you have enough of the fabric. Um... <laughs> So I had to go out and get some extra fleece today because I made my hood out of one color of fleece because, of course, Hancock's closed. For those of you who do cosplay, Hancock's was a franchise of fabric stores, but they've recently closed and gone bankrupt and all that horrible stuff. So I went out to Joanne's thinking that I could get the same fleece. Nope, nope. It looks like my bare head is a tan color, whereas my bare body is not. 
Ooh. <laughs> Whoops. So I've been dealing with that today. Otherwise, it's been a good week. Um, I've just been making uh, leaps and bounds in my cosplay for Otakon Vegas and getting ready for that, as well as just doing a lot of sewing. So it's just been a sewing week, um, but it's been a lot of fun. Great. I'm glad to hear that. Mako-chan, mm -hmm. how was your week? How was your day? Meh. Oh, do tell. Meh. <laughs> Is that all you can say there, uh, Sweetie Belle? That's all you can say. That's all you can say. Mm. Now, I did um, Christmas cookies this weekend, and now I have a cold. So the last of my Christmas cookies are going to become Valentine's Day cookies now. Oh. <clears throat> and, uh, yeah, tomorrow I have to mail out some of my gifts, and some of them are going to be late, and... I'm at the point that I don't care because I'm sick and I just don't care. I hear that. But other than that, I'm looking forward to a three-day weekend this week and a three-day ne weekend next week. Alright. And yeah, that's it. Cool. Uni! Yeah! How you been, girl? I've been good. I've been good. Been wow. doing a lot of work. Yeah. Been doing a lot of sewing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yes! Get, <laughs> we tried to get you on the show last year, but the computer would not let, let us connect you in. Yeah, um, I, I still have my usual technological failure crap going on. <laughs> so... <sighs> At least this year, it's being nice. But um, now I've been I've been keeping busy because for all of the peoples out there in the world, I'm getting married next October. Yay! So <laughs> while I'm all excited, I have to plan a wedding. <laughs> Not so much fun. So. And. I have to also make all the costumes for our engagement shoot, which is what I'm in the middle of doing right now. Wait, costumes for the engagement shoot? We're doing a Firefly-themed photo shoot. Yay! Oh my gosh, that's so adorable! Oh, that's adorable. So, I'll have Anara finished by then. Uh, my fiancé has his Captain Mal already. And... We're just going to wait until it's a little warmer because I will freeze my little booty off. But yeah, that's it. Makes that's sense. about it. That, that, that makes sense. You know. <laughs> and if you go into the chat room at live.vognetwork.com, Shinji Ikari says congrats. Thank you. So is the wedding going to be Firefly themed as well? Actually, we're doing more of a traditional type wedding um, because my family is crazy old school. Close enough. <laughs> so it, they're they're already going to be freaking out that I have a ton of people coming that are, you know, pretty open minded, and um, they're not so much. So it's going to be fun for me to keep my family in check. So does that mean when I arrive at the wedding, I shouldn't show up with a with like a keg with a keg of beer, you know, and put it at the side? 
Yeah, they, they may not appreciate that. I'm already getting yelled at enough for uh, the liquor um, setup we did do for the wedding. So... <laughs> Which is the funniest thing, is that it's your day, but you're the one getting yelled at about everything. It happened to us, too. It happened to us when, when I was planning our wedding as well. Yeah, it, you just let some time of it be about you, because it is about celebrating you joining your life to your your significant other so congrats thank you and like i said it's just they're trying to force decisions and i'm like you're not paying for it shut up (laughs) well let me tell you like a friend of mine she's getting married and i gave her a crazy idea she might do this and if she does it'd be the most epic thing ever they're planning to get hitched in vegas and they're going to record them getting married. I said, still have the wedding. Invite people. And then when it gets about that time for them to play the wedding, the bridal procession, roll out a big screen TV, pull out the flash drive or the memory card of the wedding, pop it in, and play it for all the guests. <laughs> Just like take a seat in one of the pews? Yep. And then, and then while they're doing that, I told the bride and groom they should walk in, collect all the gifts, throw it in the in their car, and just bounce. <laughs> Epic trolling god tier level on that shit. Love and peace and hair grease. Bye. And <laughs> uh-huh. yeah, we we've been uh, kind of just laughing our butts off. Just everybody expected us to do like a giant geeky themed wedding, but the problem is we wouldn't be able to, like, settle on just one thing. Oh. So it'd be, like, Star Wars meets Sailor Moon meets Firefly meets all comic books meets me going nerdy over, like, David Bowie or something. And then it all explodes, and my family just sits there going, what is this kid? Yeah, it's really hard to fit in geeky things to your wedding. Um, John and I, my husband and I, met as Sanji and Nami from One Piece. So we incorporated that with our um, with our cake toppers. So we got these chibified versions of Nami and Sanji, and that's how we incorporated a little bit of geek. But it was a very traditional wedding. So yeah, good I luck to feeling, you. I have a feeling our, ours is going to be like that, where the cake topper is going to be about it. <laughs> I like where this is going. Seriously, I do. But, yeah, so it's going to be fun. It's just right now stressful because everything is very expensive and I'm like, I don't know what I'm doing. Nobody well, if you need doing. some tips or hints, you can definitely hit me up, Uni. You got it. Okay, so my weekend day has been interesting, you know. After the year I I have had, I decided to go out and do my personal Christmas shopping. And behind me, on the far right, is brand spanking new computer equipment I'm going to overhaul my computer with. And I already said it. First person that gives me shit for this, I am going to run them over with a steamroller a la Dio and call it a fucking day. (laughs) <laughs> That's it. That's it. 
You don't know what I've been through. I deserve this. And if you got a problem with it, tough titties. So you're essentially going to Venus hate them chain. Exactly. Or I'm knowing me, it'll be the Venus love me chain pettiness edition. <laughs> Mako Chan can verify. She knows how petty I can get when it comes down to it. Mm-hmm. And I think while I'm on this, while we take this break, I'm going to try to see the Golden Girls uh, puppet uh, play. I'm going to at least try. Nice. The last, I think, the 31st is the last play, so I'm going to try to catch like a Saturday matinee of it, or at least a Friday night. I'm going to try. All right. Now we got that out the way. For those of you who are new to this, this is our, I think, our fourth Drunken Christmas Spectacular, where pretty much we pull up articles, we talk about it, we drink, we open the Skype line. You can ask almost anything you want to ask. And I think last year we had a caller from the UK that asked a question that had everybody, just made everybody just die. It was like dead. It was that one question that caught caught everybody off guard. I should actually go back and listen to that episode and put that as part of our best of. And then after that, uh, we are on holiday vacation until January 17th when we come back. And on that episode, me and Ari will be talking about MAGFest. And then we'll get back to the normal business at hand. And also, for those of you who have not heard yet, there will be a special 12-hour holiday, Vogue Network holiday medley uh, Saturday. I believe it'll be starting around 12 noon, where with 12 hours, you will all be subjected to my fucked up, eclectic taste in holiday music. And it's going to vary from traditional, to comedy, to anime, to J-pop, to techno, to Eurobeat, and everything in between there. Now, is this something you're putting together, or is this going to be live? This is something I'm putting together. This won't be, quote-unquote, live. I will be streaming this music from one of my other computers for the next 12 hours. You won't be hearing anything by us. You'll just be hearing this awesome music. And in there somewhere, you'll be hearing some of some of my some of my uh, cosplay friends with little bumpers here and there. So definitely check into that. And depending on how popular it is, we may do another replay of it, but we will see. If you like it, let us know. Let the people over at Vogue Network know. Then we could probably do a twenty-four hour one next year. But hopefully by then, I'll have a dedicated machine that'll do that, and I don't have to go near it and just leave let it be. <laughs> All right, okay. Uh, we're going to go ahead and take our first break. And when we get back, we're going to continue the drinking and talk about some interesting articles. And it looks like I have to really update the articles again, so I will be doing that during the first break. Holy shit. All right, so... <laughs> yeah, I, I just realized that shit, because I... God, I just... <sighs> Today has been a day from hell. I mean, really. All right, so... We'll be back.
Now, before we get into our articles, as I'm putting together uh-huh. the last minute tweaks on the show, and we're all talking in our in our little chat, I've come to the realization: all four of us together at a convention, there's one cosplay I think we should all do, and I think it would be pretty awesome if we did it. Hmm. Powerpuff Girls. <laughs> Can okay. I be him? Say what? Can I be him? No, you cannot be him. You will probably be uh, Buttercup. But I like him better. <laughs> it kind of defeats the purpose of all four of us cosplaying from Powerpuff Girls. <laughs> Unless we do the Beatles. It's true. I can I dig that. I'd be down for that. Because I totally would love to be Mojo Jojo. Yes. Yeah, but Mako Chan, couldn't you see yourself as a bit of an angsty blossom? Just, just, just saying. Oh no! If I, if I was gonna be one of the girls, it would totally be um, Buttercup. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> All right, Uni. Who? I guess that would make you either Bubbles or Blossom. Um, it kind of depends on my mood. If if I'm really hyper, I could totally do a Bubbles. And what about you, Ichigo? I don't know. Um, I I liked Buttercup in the first series, but in the second series, I don't I don't know. It's really hard to choose. But I probably like Buttercup, but I'm more of a Bubbles personality. What what second season are you talking about? Oh, the new series. The new series they've got on Cartoon Network. What new yeah. series? They they re-released it. I have no idea what of this new series that you're talking about. He's getting oh, okay. to the point that the new series does not exist. Yes, it's... Oh, it, cool. Okay, yeah, no, <laughs> I definitely... Um, but yeah, I, I, yeah, my personality is just so much more a Bubbles, just because of how I am. Even though I really like Buttercup better. And not for nothing, I would love to see Uni as princess. <gasps> yeah! Oh my god, that would be amazeballs. <laughs> oh my god. Princess Morbucks. Yes! I, would, I, actually would, I would actually throw money to see that. It might have to happen next year. Mm-mm-mm-mm-mm-mm. See, I would actually really, really, really love to get a group together to do the Japanese anime version. Oh, yeah. Powerpuff Girls Z? Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I don't mind those outfits. They're kind of cute. See, That'd be fun. See, th- th- this, is what, this is what I'm picturing, you know. Uni is coming out to the wedding procession and her family is kind of giving her shit, and then she just rips the wedding dress off, she's dressed as princess, and she's giving everybody, she's reading everybody the riot act, okay? <laughs> I I would just stand up and just go, yes, queen, yes, slay! <laughs> that would be me. <laughs> so, you never t- know, it could happen if I lose my mind completely by then. <laughs> You see, if that happens, I'm going to em- I'm going to emulate the whole Snickers commercial. I'm going to walk up to you with a joint and be like, "Smoke this blunt. Why? You get kind of cranky when you're not happy. 
Smoke just blunt. <laughs> <laughs> it's just how it is. Yeah. <clears throat> Trust me, I, I get you, I get you. Alright, let's go ahead and kick things off with um Ghost in the Shell. Mako Chan, I know that's your fandom, so you kinda wanna dive in with that? Well, we got the Wait, is everything updated? Yes it is. Okay, give me a second. Mm-hmm. And we got the rope so you don't go, go, go so you, that way you don't go too far down the hole, you know. Mm. Just call me Alice. <laughs> we have either the rope or the shovel. I can't always remember which one. One of you has the rope, one of you has the shovel, and one of you other ones have the shotgun. I prefer the candlestick. <laughs> yeah, I think the candlestick's a little less dark, Ranma. I think you caught whatever we had last show. Probably. I ain't gonna lie. That reminds me. I actually have to finish watching Umineko. Mm. So, anywho. I'm just trying to load it. No problem. For some reason, OneNote doesn't want to work on my computer anymore. It's because I'm here. God damn it, Uni. Oh no, it's been borked for about two weeks now. I will have to remote in and try to fix it one way or another. Or at least try. <clears throat> Okie dokie. Mm-hmm. So. It seems that there's going to be a tribute manga for the live-action Ghost in the Shell movie. So, obviously, um, this is the one starring Scarlett Johansson. It will be opening in Japan on April 7th. And to celebrate the film's opening, a monthly young magazine published a one-shot by Ghost in the Shell standalone complex manga creator titled A Day in the Life, which is following the sniper Saito. And it's going to be about his time as a mercenary before his left eye and left arm were replaced with cybernetic implants. And it's also going to reveal the mission where he first meets uh, Matoko. Cool. Uh, it went on sale on Monday and is included in the January issue of Monthly Young Magazine. So, uh, yeah, I mean, I kind of want to see that because I do know that there was an episode in Standalone Complex that dealt with this a little bit, but didn't, like, it wasn't able to go really in-depth in it because, again, it was just one episode that dealt with it. Mm -hmm. um, but I do remember that it was actually a pretty interesting episode because you don't really get a lot of background information for most of these, uh, like, secondary characters. So it's really nice to actually see something from somebody else's point of view. Hmm. I do like that. So yeah, and again, you know, I will probably see the live-action Ghost in the Shell movie, but I'm Me not too. as excited about it as some people are. Let me get, let's say they got somebody else that wasn't Scarlett Johansson. Would you be more excited about it? Yes. I'm just not a huge fan of 
ScarJo. Okay. <clears throat> and that's that's mainly because I I really think she's typecasted. Yeah. Agreed. So every single role she has is basically the same role. And while I think look-wise she does really well for Black Widow. Um, and it could also be because they really haven't portrayed Black Widow in, you know, you know, up front and big in the movies. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, you know... Ever since being cast as Black Widow, basically all of her characters are the same. Yeah, because Lucy was very similar too. And then she gets this, and you know, this is one of my favorite series. And, you know, I haven't seen it yet, and as I said, I'm going to see it, and I'm just really hoping that it's not just typecast Scarlett Johansson, and that I can actually read the major from this. I know with my fiance and I, we're we're gonna go see it, but I'm kind of the same way. And I actually like Scarlett Johansson, <laughs> <laughs> but no. Ever since she's played Black Widow, she's been typecast. And don't even get me started on what they did to Black Widow in the movies versus the comics. But um, she, I mean, the visuals look beautiful. The cinematic stuff matching the scenes from the original Ghost in the Shell. Just scenes like that look amazing. Mm. But I need this, the whole actual immense character feel there other than just, oh, this looks pretty. So, I don't know yet. I'm, I'm kind of in the same boat. I have to go see it and make a decision. So you guys are hoping the hype delivers, basically. I'm hoping, but I'm not going to hold my breath. Well, yeah, it, it is. That's said, a safe way to think about it. Well, it is said that uh, it Ghost in the Shell is is one of Steve. Um, God damn! Why can I not remember that man's last name? The director, not the director, the producer for DreamWorks. What is it, that man's? Name? I cannot believe I, his last name is blanking out on me. He did the Jurassic Park series. What is that man's name? Spielberg. Thank you. It is said that Ghost in the Shell is one of Steven Spielberg's favorite series. So a part of me is like, I have faith in it because it's being done by his company. So you really can't fuck it up. But then when you think about it, people say the best people to do an adaptation of a series are fans of the series. I don't know. I mean, you got some rabid fans that want to make it two to the point where, you know, there's going to be issues. But I am optimistic on seeing how it's play, how it's going to play out. And as Shinji Akari says in our chat room at live.vognetwork.com, I am cautiously optimistic. Fair enough. I've been hearing the same thing about Assassin's Creed. I might actually see that this week. Yeah, we're the same with that one as well. Right. I, I'm, I, only, I like the games because of the story for Assassin's Creed. Mm-hmm. I hate the actual game mechanics. So I'm really hoping the movie is good because I love the story of the vi- of the video games. Okay. But again, typecasting. It, yeah. That's Hollywood for you anymore. Yeah, that's true. So it is written, so Asabi said, 
So it will be done. So it will tank. Mm. <laughs> Hope not. Yeah. Alright, so I'll go ahead and take the next story for obvious reasons. Okay. Now, we talked about a couple of weeks ago about Gynex West talking about something with panty and stocking. The internet kind of exploded thinking it's season two. And then the hints they gave out, it was like, well, it can't be a season two. Because they said no Blu-ray. And I'm like, well, maybe it's a season two going directly to stream or something like that. Who knows? But what it is, is a brand new product release at a cafe. What's going to happen is that they're going to create a Pantia Stocking Cafe. Well, at least it's something. But there's going to be an exhibition, I believe, of the various products from Pantia Stocking. I would assume animation cells and so forth. And down on Kobe Anime Street is where the cafe is going to be. I would actually go into the cafe dressed as Gardabelt and just have my my um, coffee or, or whatever drink that they have. I would actually do that. Well, maybe, just maybe, due to the popularity of new merchandise, the exhibition, the exhibit, and the cafe... Maybe we will see a season two, but I think Ichigo said it somewhere in passing that Gynex is known for not doing a f- second seasons to their stuff. Traditionally, yeah. no. It's sort of like um, Jim Carrey. He has in his contract he never does sequels after Ace Ventura. Yeah, except he's done sequels. To what? Um... Uh, fuck. Wasn't there a mask sequel? I mean, he wasn't. Oh, God. He, he wasn't, he, I guess he, he was. No, no, he no. wasn't in that one. He wasn't in the mask sequel, and that's because of his whole thing with not doing sequels. Uh, was Dumb and Dumber. Oh, oh, yeah, it yeah. was Dumb and Dumber 2. Yeah, he did, he did Ace Ventura 2 only because it was contracted to do two movies. Which is why he was never in any of the other ones, and uh, they failed miserably. There was only one. Uh, other he one. was H. supposed Ventura to do Jr. the mask sequel, and basically, you know, said no, I don't do sequels. Um, so that's why it became basically what the hell it became. Why he ended up doing the sequel for Dumb and Dumber, I don't know. But that was, you know, he doesn't do sequels, and he did a sequel for that, and I've got no idea why. Now, we go into the chat room at live.vognetwork.com, and Dr. Titsui says, Oh, Lord, the mass sequel. I heard that was terrible. I'll give you two reasons, two words, why the second mass sequel was horrible. Jamie Kennedy. Thank you. That's it. That's it. Oh, I agree with that. The story could have been a lot better. Um... But the fact that it is, you know, about Loki and all of that, it, it was amusing, but at the same time, it's just, uh, no. And also in the chat room at vognetwork.com, um, in reference back to Gynex not doing sequels, Bob Coffey tells us that Die Buster is one of the exceptions. Bonus points for you, sir. Fifth, 
50 points to Gryffindor. Koi, <laughs> mm. have you seen uh, Panty and Stocking? No, I kind of don't like the animation style, so it throws me off. Yeah, the best way I can describe it is Powerpuff Girls on crack. Yeah, that's what everybody's told me, and I, I still want to try and give it a shot, but I... This, this is an anime nerd fully admitting this. Everyone take note. I haven't watched new anime because I got told to watch High School of the Dead because it was so amazing. I watched two episodes, and it turned me off from, the, from any new anime for, like, ever. Let me tell you, I liked High School of the Dead, but... I think for a while I wanted to get the Blu-rays, but I just never did. And it's like, I'll catch it when I catch it. I do know that I've sort of been put in charge to get you to watch Love Live, though. I've been, I've actually been slowly getting to where, at least I'm listening to the music. Mm-hmm. And, like, when we watched that episode while you're here for NDK, I enjoyed that. Okay. But my my big issue anymore right now, like, I'm supposed to be watching the rest of Sailor Moon Crystal. And Sakura Tyson. And <laughs> I have some Code Gay ass. Exactly. Yes, exactly like that. I um, can't believe they're doing a second season. I mean, second Trinity series. Blood. I have all these newer animes that people told me to watch or cosplay from. And my dumbass decided to watch High School of the Dead. And literally got two episodes in and was like, zombies need to eat everybody. It was zombies plus shameless eye candy, you know. Boobs and butt and boobs and butt. Yeah, and like I don't want boobs and butt, but you're running from a zombie. I don't care about your boobs and butt. I want to make sure you don't get om nom nom nom. (laughs) So I just, I got to where I'm like, okay, it's too trite. Zombies eat everybody, please. Now, you got me thinking of that one episode of The Simpsons where you did the Halloween special where the zombies came back and one of them measured Homer's head and just let him be. Yeah, knock, knock, knock. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but, yeah, it's, I just, I feel bad because a lot of people were like, oh, have you seen this anime? Nope. <laughs> I, I actually think you should check out JoJo's Bizarre Adventure because I think you make a pretty boss Mariah or Yukako. <laughs> I've had a lot of people tell me about JoJo as well. Like, I even have coworkers in my um, security position that have been watching JoJo, and they love it. And of course, they're like, "You should be watching it. You're the nerd." I'm all shut up. Maybe eventually. Okay. Now, I would assume everybody here has a general idea of JoJo's Bizarre Adventure in the stands, correct? Mm-hmm. I just had this random idea when I was coming home from work. What if, like, let's cross this over to Sailor Moon. When they're when when the Senshi are posing, what if they're posing for their stands and their planet is the stand that they represent? Oh, God. <laughs> Could you just imagine if it went down like that? Oh, God. <laughs> oh, Anywho, moving moving right along. Um, Ichigo, why don't you tell us about the new Boruto anime? 
and I'm not surprised that, that this is going to happen. I really am not surprised. Nope, not at all. A co-worker of mine told me about this a few days ago. I was like, what? And then I was like, I'm not surprised. I haven't even watched Ship It In. Maybe one day I'll sit down and watch it. I, 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 I don't know. <sighs> I, I don't. I don't ever comment on anything Naruto related. It's quite all right. Another one that everybody told me to try. Look, it took me a year before getting into it because everybody was telling me about it. I'm like, I'll get into it at my own pace. And when I did, people were like, "Took you long enough?" And I was like, "Well, if y'all wasn't." Dick bags about how awesome it is. I would have watched it sooner. That happened to me with Bleach. Uh uh-uh. uh. I still have to finish reading Bleach. I tried Bleach as well. I admit, though, um, Naruto does have some pretty awesome music. We we used it for a lot of Kageshian performances, but that was about all I liked out of it. <laughs> I liked the music, and I think the first, like, series was good. As soon as it moved on to Shippuden and stuff, I was just kind of like, why Sasuke's still a whiny bitch? Why Naruto's still a whiny bitch? I'm done with this series. Yeah. See, for me and Bleach, after episode 24, I said, nope, fuck this. I can't deal with this shit, you know? I'm like, it, I, no, I, I'm out. I'm out. I, 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 I've given you more episodes than I should have. Nope, 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 nope. Alright, so now that we kind of got that out the way, um, <coughs> Michio, tell us about the new Boruto anime. If you can. One way or another. Who you want to do this now? Who, Ichigo or Yuni, whoever wants to talk about Boruto. Oh, I'm sorry. I don't know if I couldn't tell if you were saying my name because the audio kept cutting out on my side for some reason. Oops. I want to <laughs> do the next. I want to do the next one. Okay. So fun. Yuni, you talk about Boruto and okay. his ninja I'll, crazies. Short end of the I'll stick. Talk to the ninja crazies for ya. So basically, we'll just break it down as this. And it, I, I do like the little no-duh to this. Um, Boruto is getting an anime. Ta-da! Um, basically, it's supposed to premiere in April 2017. Uh, Viz Media Shonen Jump Twitter account confirmed the news Saturday, but didn't specify if it'll be a TV series. Hmm. So, we're going to find out. Whenever it decides to, you know, actually start appearing. <laughs> oh, please. This whole, you know, this whole, uh, large thing that he's got going, it just prints money. It like really the, is. Like the Nintendo DS and 3DS, it prints money, whereas the Vita, it eats money. Just... It's, it's just it's just like a lot of really well-known things, Star Wars, where we're going to hop on that money train and milk it for all it's worth. Yeah, I'm I'm patiently waiting for the uh, whole explosion to uh, the live-action Hollywood Naruto. 
Yeah. yeah. I'm following That's going to be a beautiful freaking train <clears throat> I, I follow the only The only thing, though, is that the creator of Naruto has a hand in this. True. So it's not just, you know, it, it's... I'm I'm hoping it's not going to be a Dragon Ball Evolution type thing. Wait, you have to understand... <laughs> Akira because... Toriyama, you understand, Akira Toriyama didn't even know there was going to be a live action. When someone asked him in an interview, he was caught off guard with that. Okay? Yeah. And I didn't even know about the live action Naruto until Miley Flanick and the, vo- the dub voice of Naruto tweeted about it. I was like, oh. What came to mind were all the crazy chop sake kung fu flicks from the 70s. I just hope to God it's like that, that I will watch that shit every single fucking day. And I think that's it. If they keep it, you know, like the original anime, that's just really campy as fuck, Mm -hmm. I think it will do really, really well. If they try and make this, if they try and make this a a serious ninja movie, they will fail. But yeah. if they make it campy as fuck, I think it'll do well. And as Bob Coffee says, that shit better have good fight choreography. Yes, I agree with that. Um, hold on, let me find this in my uh, in my collection. Hold on. Here we go. Now, during the eighties, there was a few ninja films that came out, and I own two of them. Rage of Honor and Revenge of the Ninja. And the starring actor in these films is Sho Kosugi. Now, not many people know who he is, but if you ever played the game Tenchu, he did the fight choreography for those games. So, my thing is this when they do this Naruto film, they need to get Sho Kosugi and his son Kane to do the fight choreographies. If they do that, I think they got a real winner on their hands. Just saying. And now that I'm holding these two DVDs, I'm going to put them aside because I kind of want to watch them. And Bob Coffee says, And Rock motherfucking Lee better not force to job too hard. Now, now, my friend, this is not the WWE, okay? This is not Naruto Wrestling Federation. Nope, nope, nope. Not this time around. Any. No, but that would be amusing. <laughs> oh, and see, now, now, now you got me picturing Jim Ross doing the play-by-play of the tournament, and Jim Ross going, "By God, Rock Lee has a family." <laughs> oh God. So that makes him Jiraiya, right? <laughs> <laughs> oh, you are terrible. You what? are terrible. And, and, and those of you who are just listening or catching up to this for the first time, as you know, on Anime Jam Session, there really are no filters. We just tell it how it is. When booze is involved, yeah. Hey, I got no booze involved. Thank you. That's because you stopped giving a fuck uh, two days after 2016 started. Pretty much. I thought it was just the first day. She gave it the benefit of it out. I tried. Mm-hmm. All right, Ichigo. 
Yay! Because there ain't no party like a JoJo Tea party. Um. <laughs> and I just downloaded the new the new opening theme, and I absolutely love the shit out of it. I'm really excited. Um, I've been keeping up with it, and it's been pretty exciting. It's been a bizarre adventure. Oh, ho, ho, ho. <clears throat> so, drink to Yoshikage, dressed like Rohan, with the new JoJo's Bizarre Adventure tea set and accessories. The JoJo's Bizarre Adventure Diamond is Unbreakable anime and high-end ceramics maker Nora Take unveiled a Rohan Kishibe tea set in October. And now the partnership is adding to its lineup with a Yoshikage Kira set. I Fans who want to channel their inner serial killers can purchase the set inspired by the anime's on antagonist. Bandai is offering the Bone China Cup and Saucer set that features decorations and the colors of Yoshikage's suit. The purple, black, and gold design also mimics the character's trademark tie. Skulls inspired by Yoshikage's stand Killer Queen provide a touch of macabre to the embellishment. The set retails for about $82 U.S. and about 9,720 yen, and Bandai began accepting orders on Wednesday. It's slated to ship out in May. Manga creator Hirohiko Araki's character Rohan, who's also his fictional alter ego, is so popular that Bandai also unveiled an entire line of Rohan accessories. The collection's signature item is the Rohan G-Pen accessory earrings, that are available in gold and silver for about 110 US dollars. The Rohan goods lineup include the earrings, a leather round wallet, a leather card case, a leather pencil case, neckties, tie clips, sweaters and hats, and a leather train pass case. Bandai began accepting orders for the Rohan merchandise on Tuesday, and all items are going to ship between February and April. Fashionable manga creator Araki received the Best Dresser Award from the Men's Fashion Unity in November. And will the 56-year-old wear Rohan gear to receive his next style award? We don't know. Um, it's kind of the stuff kind of very similar. It's a, basically a male version of what they've been putting out in the pop-up shops for Sailor Moon. They've got like a cardigan and hats and ties and things of that nature. I don't know if it looks that stylish to me, but it's kind of cute. Um, the funny thing to me, though, is is that a lot of this stuff is very interesting. I'm going to put it at that. Um, the, the earrings, I know that they do look like pen nubs in the series, but they yeah, actually look like somebody has gold or silver gilded some calligraphy pen nibs and it makes me giggle wait you haven't gotten to, you haven't have you been watching part four at all so um i haven't yet okay you, i haven't what, gotten to part four when you get to part four you'll understand what, what you said you'll understand when you see when you meet rohan it just makes me laugh Ooh. but yeah so jojo you know, it's interesting. I'm seriously thinking about cosplaying Yoshikage Akira because I actually have that blue shirt. Thank you, Old Navy. If I could actually get someone to style his wig when he's with that fa when he's with the family, and I can get the white suit, that might happen sometime next year. 
but I already promised two friends if I can get them together at a convention, I would show up as part four Jotaro. So I'm, and not for nothing, I kind of want that set. I I kind of do. It, to me, it's right up there with the um, with the, the the tea sets where you call each other bitch, cunt, whore, and all of that shit. Oh yeah, or like in the bottom of the glass it says poisonous or something, mm. and you're like, what? Yeah. Mm. And in our chat room at live.vognetwork.com, Ari Rockefeller says, "Do you have to pose while drinking tea from this set?" And the answer is, yes. Yes. Like a motherfucking boss. <clears throat> And Itchy, I think you'd make an amazing Susie Q. Oh, I don't know. I've never thought about cosplaying from JoJo, but I could. I guess I could see that. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. And I can actually, I can actually see Mako-chan as part three Jotaro because Jotaro is just tired of everybody's shit, and he just wants to get this over and done with. And of course, I see Uni as Dio. That's a given. That's a motherfucking <laughs> given. Dio. Uh, that doesn't surprise me. <laughs> Look, I already said to my Dio cosplaying friends, the next time you cosplay Dio, you need to come out to the throne from Game of Thrones and have four people hoisting you up while you're sitting in it with your hand, with your chin in your hand like you're bored out of your fucking mind. <laughs> that would be so fucking epic, it's not even funny. Alright, so anywho, Marco, you want to talk about Galaxy Express real quick? Uh, sure. Awesome. And let me get, let me set the, let me set the mood. I actually like this, this jazzy rendition of it. That's kind of nice. So, it seems that Maytel is going to be the model for a hair product company. Uh, it's Social Tech's Chap Up line of hair products, and she became the model on December 1st. Uh, the manga creator, Leji Matsumoto, drew a special illustration for the collaboration to showcase her unbelievably long and luscious locks. Uh, so basically what it is, is... The product is a hair care line that is uh, without silicone and organic, and it's for shampoo and conditioner and promises to be gentle on women's scalps uh, while treating the source of hair problems and keeping their tresses beautiful. Uh, it's, you know... Luxury line. It's it's twenty eight dollars for a bottle of this crap and can go up to fifty nine dollars. So it, it's not you know some run of the mill shampoo. Uh, but basically, she's going to be the uh, cover girl model for the product for a year. And as you know, old as the series is, she was still. Uh, the number two ranked woman on the My Navi Women's website for the 2015 poll of anime character hairstyles that men want women to have. Oh. So she's, you know, still classic. She's still classy. 
and uh, I really, really, really love this character. <laughs> Just out of curiosity, am I the only one that can picture Maytel on the cover of a, on the box of a, on a L'Oreal box? Just oh it. no, definitely not. Okay, I, I could see it, but my whole thing is, wouldn't you rather have somebody that? can actually physically use the shampoo and tell you if it's crap or not versus a mm-hmm. character on a piece of paper. Yep. <laughs> well, we know that there are some instances where even in American culture, there have been characters used to illustrate this. So we would prefer it. Us as logical, reasonable consumers would prefer a real human being being able to tell us but considering nowadays we have holographic Vocaloid singers doing concerts yeah, and true. things of that nature, I don't, I'm not surprised that this has happened. I'm not either, because I mean, Sailor Moon condoms. <laughs> well, you gotta prevent, chi- well, that kind of defeats the purpose of, pr- of bringing Chibi Moon into the world, doesn't it? It does, but I mean, my whole thing is. Of all the things to put on a condom wrapper. (laughs) But not only do they have condoms, but they have, you know, feminine hygiene products, too. Uh, Uni, I just want you to know, sitting on my shelf of swag, there is an officially licensed Sailor Moon Supers bottle opener, okay? (laughs) And, and, And don't forget the, you know, flavored chips. That they put out for Sailor Moon. And how long before we get the Sailor Moon Moon Wand shoulder massager? Just saying. <laughs> oh, they have those already. Yeah, those oh. have been out for a while. Wait, shaped like the Moon Wand? Oh, uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. my God. The qu- we, we, I mean, uh, technically it's not official, but they're out there. Yeah, to- they, they, um, we uh, had one in a hentai skit. To quote... Joseph Jones are for Stars Crusaders. Oh my god! Come on, if there's going to be freaking Hello Kitty vibrating back massagers, yeah, quote unquote back massagers, <laughs> then it, there there's going to be stuff out there for everything. Yeah, yeah. And those are licensed. What People about, are weird. Is it the Hello Kitty AK-47 also licensed? Maybe. Well, that's all I gotta say is, well. Oh, the things people buy. Mm. <clears throat> Let me tell you something. If, if they announce the next day Sailor Moon themed Pop Tarts, every single one of us on this show would run out and buy them. I don't want to know what the filling is. <laughs> it's pink sugar. Heart attack. I'm a terrible person. Yeah, yes, you are, because I'm picturing the Chibi Moon one. It's the filling of a sacrificed virgin. It's like, oh, um. So, so we can have a coffee flavored one with tuxedo creamer. <laughs> <laughs> Ring the bell. 
ring the motherfucking bell. And as Ari Rockefeller says to me, you'll get to taste Venus after all. God. <sighs> We're terrible people. It's okay. Yeah. I think they knew that when they started listening to us. I don't know if they knew that when they first started listening to us. They've learned since then. Yeah. All right. Now, let's get back to another one of my favorite series, Saint Seiya. <sighs> Toei throws so much money at all these other series, but they have to cut the budget for Sailor Moon that's set the stand for all their Magical Girl stuff. Whatever. Looks like we're going to get another Saint Seiya anime. They're going to... Toei Animation is bringing Saint Seiya Santia Show spin-off manga to the screens. And by the screens, I mean your television screens. The manga is set immediately after the main storyline Sanctuary arc. After the the defeat of the Gemini Saga from Masami Kurumada's original Saint Seiya manga. But before the Poseidon arc. I would think it is like the Cowboy Bebop movie that happens between episodes 22 and 23. Some craziness like that. Yeah. But, where the original manga followed a boy named Seiya and the other saints who fight to protect the goddess Athena, the new series follows a female, Santia, named Sho, who fights evil deities to protect Athena. So I think we're finally getting our Sailor Moon Saint Seiya series. Sounds like it. The manga launched in Champion Red Magazine back in 2013. Akira Shoten is publishing the compiled volumes, and the ninth volume will be out in a few, which actually will be out today. <sighs> it's not, it was interesting, it's not the first Saint Seiya series, I think, manga that actually had a female lead. If I'm not mistaken, I'd have to look. Mm-hmm. And on in our chat room at liveonnetwork.com, uh, Anson Mark goes, "What the shit?" I know, right? See, this reminds me of when I used to go down to Chinatown. It was like one of these local shops that had all of the Saint Seiya figures in the gold armor, and I'm like, I'm going to end up owning these one of these days. Then real life happened, and I'm like, I can't afford these. One of these equals to three waifus on my shelf, so no, that's that's not going to happen. I just wish Saint Seiya got a better shot in the U.S. because I forget the Spanish title. I think it starts with Los Calaberos, but I don't remember the rest of it. But it's very popular in Spanish-speaking countries. And then when they brought it over... I think Newfound Glory did the opening theme, um, and they did a cover of an 80s song, I Ran, and it was on Cartoon Network, and it was so bad, it's not even funny. I'm kind of hoping whoever has the rights to it does do like a Blu-ray release of the series, because I think two of the DVD volumes are sitting on my shelf, and as soon as they announce a Blu-ray, those DVD volumes are getting sold. Hmm. And as Anson Mark says, something, something, something Zodiac. 
Okay, Uni, story time. What? $300 on the figure. Twice? I can't give you shit because one of my friends dropped 200 and... It was less than 300 but it was more than 200 and something dollars on a limited edition Bell Dandy figurine. I, re- I cannot give him shit for that. Because you know what? I- if it was one of my waifus and it was that perfect... I would have done the same thing. Hell, I almost did one time. Well, um, see, as a gift, I got a very limited edition Darth Vader figure for my fiancé. That was, like, about $300. And then I have this Sideshow Collectible Black Widow big-scale figure that originally was like $600 and I got it for 300 and have it signed. Shit. So, while I'm not proud of the fact that I spent that much money on it, that is my baby. I think the most expensive figure I have is my pretty guardian Sailor Venus, which I dropped 85 bucks on. That's my baby. As soon as I get a glass display case, that bad boy is coming out of the box. Right now, it's on display with my other figurines still in the box. Yeah, I, I we left Vader in box. Widow is out of box just because the box is dumb. You can't even remotely display her. Mm. Um, so she's out. I kept the box, though, and I've got the signature where it's protected on the underside of the base. Sounds like a plan. Okay. <laughs> Just remember for future hours, if I ever give you shit for that, you have permission to kick my ass. <laughs> I've had plenty of people give me shit for it and then try to take my figure from me, so... See, I know probably two people that would try, but still. Yeah, I... Not too long after I got it, friend came over and she's like, oh wow, it's really actually so detailed. And she's all messing with it. And she's all, would you be willing to sell it? And I'm all, not what you can afford. Are you willing to sacrifice your firstborn? Basically. <laughs> hey, if anybody's willing to sacrifice their firstborn, they could probably have something in my collection. <laughs> uh oh. What do you do? Get out of the trash can. Yeah. Is that opalescence at it again? <sighs> She's being a bitch. <laughs> okay, Yuni's cat is being a bitch. Mako-chan's cats are being lazy fucks. Mm-hmm. No, one's being lazy, one's being spoiled. Right? Yeah, pretty much. I still can't get over that picture of Damien in the box. He just staring at you like, what the fuck? Yeah, but he wouldn't come over to be pet. He was happy. Well, I think he was staring at Storm because one, Storm was being pet. Two, Storm was purring like crazy. And three, she had a very gurgly stomach when I got home from work. So every time like her stomach would gurgle, he would look over at her and go, like, with this look of, what the fuck? <laughs> Maybe somebody's been eating her food. 
Well, no, I mean, they eat out of the same dish, and it was pretty full when I got home, so I think she just had a gurgly stomach. She had a little gas. Mm. Mine right now just wants her dinner, but she can wait ten more minutes. <laughs> well, we're probably going to be a little bit longer than ten minutes, so if you got to take a break to go feed the cat... Be our guest. We ain't going anywhere any for a little bit. Because now the Skype computer's acting a little retarded. I'm like, yeah, you would tonight. You would. Because I'm here. It's always my fault. Yeah. Which is kind of why I'm glad I didn't do my computer rebuild, you know, and then bring the show up because something would have happened and you would have you would have seen a you would have heard a grown man cry on the show. Wouldn't be the first time I've made a grown man cry. Oh, God. <laughs> See, now those are the stories I want to hear. Well, we do have a couple of minutes. Um, so, I, for, for those that don't know, I work security. And I am all of basically 125 pounds, 5 foot 4. So I'm, I'm a teeny tiny little... And... Whenever I show up to a theft or fight or anything like that, I'm usually, like, the most aggressive out of everybody because no one wants to fight the little one. Because you don't know if she's going to actually hurt you or you might hurt her. And as such, I tend to get really big guys, like six foot two or more, heavy set, that try to run and get taken down by teeny tiny little girl, and then they cry about it because they got their ass kicked by a midget. So, <laughs> there you go. That's hmm. always fun. It happens a lot. <laughs> Alright. So, now that the Skype computer is coming online, let's see. I gotta make this quick comic because there's some random shit going on on my Facebook. There's always random shit going on on your Facebook. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It, it, there, look, look, there have been times I've just sat there with the popcorn and some tea and be like, okay, I'm going to see how this shit plays out. Not on mine, but somebody else's. Because a friend of mine just talked about fucking mansplaining the election to her. And I'm just like, I have no idea if I'm mansplaining or not. I, I honestly don't know. <laughs> Literally, I have said that to a couple of my female friends. I have no fucking clue if I am mansplaining shit. I'm just explaining shit from personal experiences from me and other people of both genders that I know. That, that's it. I don't know. And no wonder. What? And There's one kitty cameo. I wonder. I wonder if Mako-chan's cat hurt, cats heard her. Uh, that might have actually been Damien. That was Damien. <laughs> Damn cat. Yeah, he he's currently standing on the bed, staring at me and meowing. All right. In that case. We're going to go ahead and open the Skype line and do the open forum topic. Now, 
the open forum topic is where we ask you a question about a topic that pertains to tonight's show. And tonight we're talking about holiday movies. And also tonight's Skype line. It's practically anything goes. So here is your chance to ask us almost anything. Keyword being almost. We'll probably answer it. Don't worry. Yeah. Yeah. And as, and as always, calls are cut to two minutes due to time. So here is your chance to ask us something really crazy or outlandish. And I don't think you're going to top. And maybe you'll top the dude from, from the UK to ask a question that made all of us just crack last year. This week, we're talking about holiday movies and what you watch. Now... Here are some here are some answers that we got on our po- on our Facebook page. Onto Mark Talk says Santa Claus conquers the Martians. Seiya nice. Seiya and Yaten from our other awesome podcast, The Crystal Chronicle, says Polar Express, which I actually saw for the first time a few years ago. It's really good. Shinji Akari says we have to watch a Christmas story at least once each year, but I usually try to fit Die Hard and Scrooge into the schedule as well. And Uni says Nightmare Before Christmas, which is that Damien? Yeah. <laughs> Lord. He he really, really, really wants attention. He's like clawing my hand to get me to pet him right now. Hi Damien! <laughs> And Ari says, uh, Die Hard. Now, I've already said, I think Nightmare Before Christmas is more of a holiday film than a Christmas film, but I won't give anybody shit for it. Scrooge with Bill Murray! I love Scrooge, too. Oh, it's so good! I think everybody here knows my my go-to Christmas film. Yeah. Fragile. <laughs> it's Italian. <laughs> yes, I a Christmas story is my go-to every year, and I also have the sequel, which was so bad it's not even fun. Well, it is kind of funny. A Christmas story too. I almost forgot about that even existing. Thank you for traumatizing me again. You'll rot your eyes out, Adam. Do you know who plays the father in that one? Nope, and I don't wanna. I'm telling you, I think I forget. I think it's something stern. It's one of the it's one of the uh, bumbling uh, um, burglars from the Home Alone movies. He was also the narrator for the Wonder Years. Him. Oh, they just put. It was really funny. Um, yesterday, uh, my Facebook feed was um, filled up with different holiday messages, but it also had an updated photo of the two burglars from Home Alone, um, from the first movie, and it said, "If these gentlemen come to your house uh, claiming to be a plumbing company, don't let them in." And I thought that that was hilarious. Hmm. Fair enough. Fair enough. All right. Before we continue in, um. We have another member of our podcast online, so speak your mind, good sir. Hello, all you happy people. <laughs> who the fuck? Hi, you, Ari. Who Hi, the, Ari. Who the fuck are you calling happy? <laughs> <laughs> What's up, dude? Uh, um. Well, yesterday I almost got, almost got 
run into a uh, concrete divider by a semi. Yeah, we heard about that. What happened, dude? Are you okay? Oh, I'm fine. But uh, <clears throat> basically, on, like on 295 South, they're like. Oh, and right. dude, are you calling from home or on your phone? I'm calling from home. Dude, it it's very um, distorted. That's odd. It's because I'm here. God damn it, Uni! <laughs> Stop using your jubilee powers. I'm trying, but I can't help it. Uh, that's not her jubilee power. She's using. You should be scared. <laughs> So anyway, I'm, I'm like st- in the left-hand lane, you know, because at 1.295 is only two lanes. And it, there's a truck next to me on the right-hand lane, and he's just started drifting, 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 drifting into, like, into the left lane. What about he doesn't see me. Mm-hmm. And the, right, the entire right side of my car looks like it was run over with a giant piece of steel wool, and the right rear view has completely disintegrated. Oh, jeez. And I'm leaning in the horn, you know, trying to get this guy to notice, and it's not until the mirror breaks off that he realizes, oh, shit, I'm actually hitting somebody. You know, so we're pulled over on the side of the road waiting for, you know, police, the cop to come by to, a, you know, give a report and whatever. But for what it's worth, I mean, I'm, I'm okay, but for what it's worth, you know, the company and pretty much the driver himself, decide, like, our own agreement that it was the other guy's fault. Huh. So hopefully it's not going to cost me anything more. I still have to wait to see where I could take the car and get it fixed. Um, but yeah, that's, that was about it. I also sent out um, gifts for you and Mako and each of you guys will probably be on the mail tomorrow. Awesome. Thank you. It's the thought that counts. I really appreciate it. Yeah, yours is going to be late. I think everybody's gift's going to be late. Did you guys get yours? Yeah, I was going to say, did you guys get I haven't even gotten anybody's Christmas cards yet. I I still need to. I think tonight I'm going to take care of the cards, you know? Mm hmm. It said, you know, it'll probably be there by. Like, it has to be there by Friday. Yeah, they can probably get there by Wednesday if you're, at the, if you're lucky. I'm like, okay then. So yeah, it's a stuff that I baked. Mm. So hope you guys enjoy. Oh, thank you. All right. Well, uh, that's about it for me. Well, right, it's cool. good to hear that you're doing okay. Sorry about your car. Yeah, man. At, at least at least insurance will take care of that. Mm-hmm. Well, so will that company, obviously. Mm. All right. Well, then I'll talk to you guys later. All right. Take care, bro. All right. Ciao. Later. Bye. Right. And don't worry, Ari will be back right right when we come back from vacation. So that'll be awesome. So uh, I've already said my go-to movies are pretty much is A Christmas Story. And there's another one called, I think, Almost Christmas with James Gandolfini and um, Ben Affleck. The movie was so bad that it hit DVD in six weeks. It came out around Halloween. It hit DVD around Christmas. Wow. Yeah. Well, Really? Yeah. No bad Santa for you? <laughs> I, well, you have to understand, I really love Bad Santa 1 and 2, but my go-to immediately will always be a Christmas story. Really? So... 
besides Scrooge, I think I also have to go with a Muppets Christmas Carol. Mm-hmm. Just because I really like the music and the fact that it's Muppets. Mm. Really, Cat? <laughs> <laughs> it sounded like she said hello. She's mad because I just yelled at her for clawing on a book. Oh. Get down. Get down. I will go feed you if you get down. She's like, I know. I, I'm smarter than this, Mom. I'm just waiting to see if she's going to grace us with her presence. Come here. Get down. Hashtag behind the scenes with cat moms. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> she ran away finally. I wanted to see hear her Christmas carols. <laughs> oh, I'm sure she'll come back in, in a few minutes and uh, voice her opinion. <laughs> she's also mad I would not share wine with her. Knowing Mako-chan, she would share wine with her cats. No, grapes are actually bad for cats. Well, yep, never... they've got an enzyme in them that can make them really sick. Well, never mind then. <laughs> and in our chat room at live.vlognetwork.com, Shinji Kari says, I invoke the Highlander rule to a Christmas story. Well, shit, that's all I gotta say. <laughs> All right, so Mako Chan, what what was your what's your go to film? Um, can I say the Doctor Who Christmas specials? Um, sure. considering they are able to be played in theaters. Yes, of course. Then I say the Doctor Who Christmas specials. Okay. Because I can sit down and marathon all of the Christmas specials during the holiday. Woo! And what about you, Ichigo? What do you mean? Don't you have at least one holiday film you like to watch? I told you two of them. Uh, the Muppet uh, Christmas Carol uh, and uh, Scrooge. Okay, I think I missed that when we were all talking at once, something like that. That's okay. Yeah, Those you. are the two that I've watched through my years growing up. Um, I mean, of course, other Christmas movies do pop up on occasion, or there's always the... Christmas specials of different shows that I like to watch, but those two are really the ones I think I've watched the most. Um, I mean, and it, what's funny is a Muppets Christmas Carol is basically the story of Scrooge told with Muppets, so inherently they're both just Scrooge movies. <laughs> <laughs> and what about you, Uni? Uh, obviously, one of mine is Nightmare Before Christmas, okay. but I watch that all the time anyway. Um, but another one that I used to watch all the time and I don't have the tape with me anymore is Emmett Otter's uh, Jug Band Christmas. A what? The Emmett Otter's Jug Band Christmas. I it was never heard of that. Yeah, it's a really old um, kind of Muppets-based little special they did and it was done by Jim Henson and and it had a lot of music it was really cute but no one really sees it anymore because it just kind of faded into the darkness while things like Star Wars holiday specials are still around so I had on VHS Yeah, so it's one of those I absolutely adored Emmett Otter when I was growing up. 
Okay. Um, just so you know, we're leaving the Skype line open for a little while longer. So if you have any questions for us, by all means, call in and ask. Here is your chance. Take advantage of it shamelessly. So while we go ahead and keep that open, I'm going to go ahead and do strange news from Japan. Oh, Lord. Uni, you know Makoto has a track record, right? Yeah. Yeah, I do. They're always good, too. And I have a, <laughs> and I have a feeling I'm going to get stuck with the second one. I want the third one! Okay. Who wants to take the first one? Fuck it, I'll do it. <laughs> Go for it. So... Only Japan. 40% of Japanese women in survey said they'd be okay with a Christmas Eve only boyfriend. <clears throat> Mystic Messenger, anyone? <laughs> yeah. That's literally what I just thought of. Um, this, this honestly does not surprise me because I know there are men and women both. Um, and not even just in Japan, but all over, where they get paid to go on a date for holidays. So that way you don't get questioned by those wonderful parents about, why aren't you seeing somebody? I see your parents and raise you grandparents, or in this case, grandmother. Yeah, I just want, before I announced my wedding this year, um, everybody thought I was um, a lesbian. Wait, 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 so, stop, stop, stop. What? It's okay, I've gotten that too. My whole family thought I was a lesbian. Wait, wait, no, hold bisexual, hold, wait, but wait, 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 you know, whatever. Uni, hold up. I mean, Mako Chan, that's understandable. But what? I'm. <laughs> what? You, 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 I'm just saying. Everybody knows how awesome your mom is. I'm just saying. I'm not surprised because people are that stupid. You know. Mm-hmm. You have to admit, people are that stupid. Oh yeah. That's my family for you. But anyway, God. so this this wonderful survey basically just asked women between the ages of 20 and 39. And mm-hmm. out of the 253 responses received, roughly one in four women said they could see themselves going out with a Christmas Eve-only boyfriend. Okay. Just mm. buy an escort, guys. Probably cheaper. You get a happy ending. They look good. Everybody wins. Have you researched this? Escort? I'm saying how accurate you are with this. Have you researched this at all? I've researched um, stuff like this in Japan. But for escorts, I've been invited into escort services. So, yes, I've unfortunately researched them. Well. Well, alrighty then. God damn. My stars and garters. And in, bre- and in breaking news, I'm all out of rum. That's okay. I drank all my wine. I didn't drink all my wine because I gotta sew stuff. Well, I drank my glass of wine. My The whole bottle's still downstairs, but if I get up, there's a cat that thinks she's getting fed. <laughs> ah. Dangerous waters.
So, anywho. I think it's not just females that feel that way. Males, too, like Uni said earlier, you know, it is what it is. Because, honestly, nobody really wants to be lonely on, like, Christmas and New Year's and so forth, you know, so. Well, that's why I think it'd be more interesting to me if they actually did, like, an overall survey versus just women. Because I have a feeling you're going to see a lot of men are the same way. Oh, Well, it is, and that's that. Anywho. Now, what's interesting about this story is that I'm going to tell you something quickly. Um, years ago, I cosplayed the Moogle from Final Fantasy VI, and I got this white jumpsuit, and and I did my skit, and I, I it was like more like a walk on and a walk off, and then I didn't think about it, but I didn't realize until after the fact that I looked at the video and I was like, oh, um, the white jumpsuit should have been a little bit more opaque than translucent. Oh, yeah, it, 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 yeah, it, it kind of proved the point that me as a Moogle is. <laughs> Yeah, there's a reason why all the female Moogles kept following behind me, but that's a story for another time. <laughs> it, it, yeah. It seems that new white nurse uniforms are using non-transparent fabric to hide the underwear, and dudes are getting backlash from it. There's a small uniform manufacturing company in Tokyo called Taishin. They've developed a white nurse uniform which is unique that it's completely non-transparent. 100% opaque. No matter what the color or pattern of your underwear is, it won't show through. And that's what the slogan touts. Now, between you and me, I think that's a good thing. Call me the 1% that's against guys who like the gawk, but I'm at that point where it doesn't bother me anymore. I'm just like, it's whatever. Now... The secret is the lightweight fabric of the inner lining, which you're able to develop after researching the three attributes of color, which is hue, brightness, and saturation. While using a black inner lining will obviously prevent any undergarments from showing, the inner lining itself will be noticeable through the white outer fabric. And for some reason, the audio just dropped redunculously. Oh. There we go. Yeah, for some reason it just dropped, but it doesn't matter. I can make slight adjustments when need be. Now, when they came up with this concept, the company created this technology and that they patent for a lining which prevents other colors and patterns from showing through, while itself not showing through white outer fabric. The uniforms combine the white outer layer with the second picture and inner lining of the third picture to hide the zebra and bumblebee patterns that they use. Now, there is a dress uniform available that they sell for 126 bucks, which is about 15,000 yen. There's a jacket for a little bit under 12,000 yen, and pants for a little bit over 9,500 yen. The designs are available for women, but they are working for a male version of this. 
Now, part of the inspiration to create the non-transparent uniforms was that while previously other companies had hard to see through uniforms, none offered that they were completely non-transparent. This year, the uniform was chosen as the target product for the Tokyo Small Business Promotion Corporation, and it received lots of praise after its news release. But Taishin has also seen some negativity in regards to this product that they created. They've gotten comments such as, the technology is great, but from a man's point of view, dot, dot, dot. And also, don't make something like this. The company has also gotten what's called Mugan Denwa. It means silent phone call, which is considered a form of harassment. Taishin hasn't specified to what degree the negative content and harassing phone calls have been coming in, but we have, but they haven't given up on humanity just yet. They hope that there's only a few isolated cases. Working women in every field can appreciate Taishin's efforts to make the workplace just a little more comfortable. Now, as somebody who does work in a hospital, I completely get this. I completely understand me personally, I think this is a good idea. And if guys have an issue with it, they can just quit and find another job. I understand guys like the look, which is one thing, but you shouldn't be looking to where it should take away from your work or a woman's work as well. You know, everyone's got one job they gotta do. So, if they have a problem with it, tough shit. Alright. And now we're down to our last article. Oh, we are? Yeah. Okay. There's two articles left. Wait, there's two? Yeah. Oh, shit. I'm sorry. Yeah, you took my article. I didn't know you wanted that one. I assumed I I said the third one. The second one was about what the Beatles wore. No. No. The uniform one was the second one. Yes. What? Okay, then OneNote isn't updating for me at all. Either that you're on the wrong tab, my dear. The third one is about Cold Stone Japan and all-you-can-eat ice cream. I figured that would be something right up your alley. We all know how much you love ice cream. I'm happy to talk about ice cream. Let me just do that then. (laughs) I like ice cream. You like ice cream. We all like ice cream. You talk about ice cream. And not being naked. You talk about ice cream. I'll be right back. Okay, I'm going to talk about ice cream, guys. Who else is excited about ice cream? Me. Um, okay. So, All You Can Eat Ice Cream was unleashed on Japan by Cold Stone. Cold Stone, the ice cream company, is offering um, a heartwarmingly (laughs) sweet holiday deal. With a huge variety of appealing flavors, both traditional and inventive, Cold Stone's ice cream is just about universally loved. If there's one drawback, though, it's that the chain's treats are a bit on the pricey side, starting at 500 yen, or about $4.40 U.S., here in Japan. But Cold Stone seems to become overwhelmed with the holiday generosity, as right now it's holding a promotion it calls Cold Stone Buffet. Available at select locations in Japan, about 
1,480 yen gets you all the ice cream you can eat of whatever flavor you like for 40 minutes. Talk about a brain freeze. On December 15th and 16th. This deal also includes a cup of tea for those customers who don't completely max out their stomach capacities chowing down on sweets. A bit of simple math tells us that three scoops is the threshold for coming out ahead here, which doesn't seem high hurdle to clear when there are so many tantalizing varieties of ice cream to choose from. In Tokyo, the buffet is being offered at Coldstone Tokyo's Sky Free Sovachi, Ikebukuro, Sunshine City, Minami Machira Granberry Mall, and Lalaport Tokyo Bay branches. Outside the capital, all-you-can-eat ice cream can be had at Coldstone's in Yokohama Landmark Tower, Kanagawa Prefecture, Koshigawa Aen, Lake Town, Saitama, Cocoon City, Saitama, Canal City Hakata in Fukuoka, Toki Premium Outlet in Jifu, Mitsu Outlet Park Jazz Dream Nagashima for Mie, and Nasu Garden Outlet Tochigi. Reservations can't be made ahead of time, so availability is on first-come, first-served basis. Customers can start their 40-minute cold stove buffet at any time between 11 a.m. and 7 p.m., which means you have to arrive early if you want to be able to reap those benefits. So, I love ice cream, and um, I don't know. I don't know if I'd eat ice cream for 40 minutes. It just seems like I'd get really cold really fast. I would get extremely sick, but I would so freaking do this. Maka-chan is like, I would too. I would totally get sick, but it'd be so. I can see. I love their milkshakes. I can see Maka-chan and Yuni going, "Hold my beer." (laughs) I would just be like, "Okay, give me as much German chocolate cake as you can." Oh yeah. I love the peanut butter chocolate. Oh, so good. Yeah. Have you guys had the pumpkin cheesecake yet? Yes, it's so good. Oh my god. I'm not a fan of pumpkin or cheesecake unless it's, you know, like chocolate. Um, See, I sat there and was like, I'm going to try it because it's probably going to be the only like Cold Stone flavor ever that I'd hate. No, no, it's good. It's good. Um, Uni, are you having a moment when it comes to the ice cream? I love ice cream. Like, I really want to try some of these Japanese flavors. Because I'm looking at these and not knowing anything about Japanese, I can tell that that one is green tea and matcha, and I really, really want to try that one. Oh, that'd be so good. Love green tea. Literally, I don't know how I'm not 5,000 pounds with what all I choose to eat. You have to tell me your secrets. It's just not fair that I, I, I eat all this stuff. And it doesn't do anything. I have a butt now, but that's about it. Now I want ice cream. Fuck. <laughs> I know I, the feeling. Uni, I think the fact that you have a booty now, I think that's a good thing. It is awesome. Minus, again, parents are like, when did you gain so much weight? Noel, when did you give me your genetics? Well, that's all I gotta say. <laughs> okay, now that we got that story out of the way, what who, what's left? Uh, <laughs> the last story, which I'm not surprised I ended up with, 
<laughs> there is an anime-style illustrated manual that explains how you take off women's clothing. Before we continue, I think there should be an anime-style illustrated manual that explains how to take off a bra for us guys. Just saying. Well, this explains. I, I know it does. What you say? Just for the bra. That's all. That's all most of us guys need. Not for nothing. But it's not that hard. It really isn't. Y'all say that. I've taken up other women's bras. It's not that hard. Because y'all women wear bras. It's easy for y'all to take it off. We don't know what this is. And we're like, how the fuck do you get this shit off? Not Even for nothing. Fan. But no, 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 no. Not for nothing. But the, you know, the, the whole having to put your own bra on... And then taking somebody else's bra off is completely different. Uh-huh. And it uses different mechanics. But y'all have a general idea, whereas us guys are like... We look at it like like it's a friggin' Rubik's Cube. What's really weird is when you go for the back and, and you think, Oh, that's where the clip is, and they trick you and it's in the front. See, that's the only thing I could say, you know, might trick you up, is whether it's a front closure or a back closure. Now, what you really need to do is you need to learn how to do it one-handed. Yeah. And or be able I to get it off from, under a shirt without taking I the shirt I learned that off. from the best. I learned how to do it one-handed from my mom. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> so, Mako-chan, how many times have you talked on the show how awesome your mom is? I don't know. My, my, my mom's... My mom just never grew up, but not <laughs> not in a way that, you know, she used me as, you know, a second childhood kind of thing. She's just that type of person that, you know, she may age, but she's never going to grow up. <laughs> but yeah, so anyway, on to the actual article. So, um... Yeah, so the company's flagship release is actually a book called How to Draw Panties. <laughs> um, the newest title is called The Practical Guide to Taking Off a Girl's Clothes. And the book's forward reads, Beyond the process of taking off a girl's clothes, many dreams unfold. What kind of clothing and what manner of taking them off makes a girl's beauty shine most brightly? And what way of taking them off is your personal ideal? Everyone will have different answers to these questions, and so this book was created. We hope that all of you holding this book in your hands will be able to find your ideal way of taking off a girl's clothes. Uh, the book is broken down into seven chapters, focusing on subdivisions such as lingerie, school uniforms, and business attire. In total, there are 85 distinct articles of clothing that are covered, including various types of bras, sailor suits, kimono, wedding dresses, maid outfits, bikini armor, flight suits, and I can never pronounce that. Chingons? 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 Chingons. That's what. That's how you pronounce it. Chingons. Gotta that remember. My old roommate was in get now married to a Chinese woman, so I had to understand what that word meant. Don't ask. 
Yes, so uh, each entry is accompanied by multiple anime-style illustrations, so fans of sexy Japanese animation can likely squeeze some enjoyment out of looking at the artwork, which occasionally includes exposed nipples. On the other side of the coin, all of the drawings could also be used as reference material for artists looking to produce their own art. Uh, And then it does go into great detail about how to actually remove each of the garments. Uh, The above entry is actually, uh, it's a picture of a girl and it's for a back hook bra. And it teaches that you unclasp the hooks that connect to the back and the bra will no longer be bound to the body, making it simple to remove. So, yeah. And you can buy this book for $18 for the physical form and about half that if you want the Kindle version. Yeah, not for nothing. If you really, really want to learn how to take off somebody's clothes, just ask somebody. But not in a creepy way. Like, ask a very close friend in a consensual situation. Find a friend with benefits. Or if you're really drunk and about ready to get down, just ask. It's going to be fun for everyone. (laughs) (laughs) You speak from experience. More than once. Well, shit. I just have one thing to say about that. Well, shit, nigga. (laughs) Are are we done here? I think so. Who is who besides me is elegantly wasted? I'm buzzed. I'm back to being sober. And we all, and just Makochan is full of angst. Don't worry, you get the drink just, this weekend. Yeah, I'm just drinking water. Uh, she's drinking the water we should be drinking. More likely, she's drinking the water I should be drinking. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm just over here enjoying wine more than I probably should, but that's okay. Drinking wine or hearing the cat wine. She's happy and fat downstairs right now. <laughs> All right, we're going to go ahead and take our last break, and then we're going to wrap shit up and get the fuck out of here for the rest of the year. So we'll be back. To register participation for this week's episode of Anime Jam Session on VogNetwork.com, use the passphrase CARP.
Pretty good job for tonight's Christmas spectacular. Uh-huh. Hey, you know what? I'm changing the music. Fuck it. There we go. I like that one much better. And I'm trying to figure out, where the fuck did my holiday opening and ending tracks disappear to? It's like, I know I didn't delete them, but they're somewhere... And I'm probably going to find them, and they're like, oh, I labeled them this file. 
well, <laughs> shit. And you know, I'm going through all of the folders of like the different like seasons of shows and stuff. It's like it's gotta be in here somewhere, and it's like, no, it's not. <laughs> Actually, no, I don't want to play that one. Hold on. Come on. I have the entire Doko first and second karaoke tracks on my computer. So don't fucking play with my computer. Thank you. Here we go. Just so you know, Ichigo, I still give you a little bit of shit for not knowing that song, but it's okay. I still love you. You're still awesome in my book. I, yeah, I don't listen to Christmas music, so you'll have to excuse me. I know, that's why I, I, I give you a, a pass on that. Alright, so if you like what you heard, tell a friend. They intro, tell another friend, and so forth. We're independent bloggers. We do this for the fun of it, so what we're telling you what we like and don't like is pretty much straight up. If you want a biased opinion, starting price is $10,000 per host. Because, you know, we all got bills to pay. Isn't that right, ladies? Uh-huh. Dollar, dollar bills, y'all. Especially Uni. She has a wedding to pay for, so you know her money. Time is money, and money is time. Ain't that right? Uh-huh. See? So if you have any questions about the show, drop us a line at podcast at animejamsession.com. Let us know what's up. We are here to believe you. Then check out our website at animejamsession.com where we post... All of our convention reports, anime reviews, links to our photos and videos, and our weekly podcast. And if you can't visit our website for the podcast, you can always find us on Podcast Alley, iTunes, Stitcher, Miro, Double Twist, Blueberry, Groove, Tuner Radio, Google Play, and you'll also find a link on VogNetwork.com and on the forums where if you can't reach us via Skype or email, let us know what's up on the forums simple as that. Check out our YouTube page, youtube.com slash Anime Jam Session TV, where we post all of our convention videos. Now that we're going on hiatus for for about, I guess, about a month, and I'll be rebuilding my computer to something a little more beastly, more photos and videos will be going up, so be on the lookout for that. And if you want to interact with us on YouTube, you can find me at youtube.com slash mess. Mako-chan is at Juke Luna. Ichigo's at Ichigo Gami. And Koi, you have YouTube, don't you? I don't ever use it, though. Okay, then never mind. And I don't remember what it is. <laughs> it's okay. Check us out on Twitter. Twitter.com slash session where we talk about what's up with our podcast, when we're going live, um, conventions we're going to, and stuff that we tweet from our website and our Facebook. If you want to chat with us on Twitter, cool. You can find me at twitter.com slash djvonmess, Mako-chan's over at jovedea, Ichigo's at Ichigogami, and Koi, are you... What? What is your Twitter? I forget. Um, I think it's Unikoi. That's what I thought it was, but I'm like, is that it? No, but... It's Unicoi. Swing by, say hi, pay your tribute to Kefka. It's a trip normal day. Yeah. Facebook. Facebook.com slash anime jam session where you find our links from our official website, our podcast, and other stuff. 
And to our 3,000 plus fans who have liked our page, thank you so much for your for your love and support. As long as you can even like the page, like the podcast, the photos, the videos, everything we put on there, we're going to bring you more stuff. I know it's been kind of dry a couple of weeks, but we're going to bring you more stuff, I promise you. If you want to chat with us on Facebook and ask us questions or what's up, you can find us at find me at facebook.com slash imdjeronmez or thatdjeronmezguy. You can find Mako-chan over at Makoto Mako-chan Kino, and if you're nice, she might give you a cooking recipe. Maybe. See? You can find Ichigo over at Ichigo Gami, and if you're nice to her, she might give you a, she'll probably give you a baking recipe. Yeah, baking recipes or sewing recipes if you're looking for that last-minute gift for a special somebody. And for Uni, you can go over to Facebook.com slash, I think, Unikoi, right? Yeah, Unikoi 2. Yep. And if you're nice to her, she may give you a tip on sewing and how to kill somebody and hide the body where you're not fa- where you're not found guilty. Yep. Especially the latter. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! But uh, don't forget, we're here on the Vogue Network twice a week. We're live on Tuesday nights at. 9.30 with our pre-show at 9.15 and our, pre- and our encore presentation Thursdays at 2. But we're not the only geek-centric podcast, so you might want to check out some of the other shows like Star Wars Power Coupling Podcast, Geek Card, Bobby Blackwolf Show, Orange Knowledge Radio, Critical Myth, British Invaders, Pod Culture, Electric Sisterhood, Girls Gone Wild, Ranger Pride, Game Bowie, Guys in the Show, and the Poke Stop Podcast. So definitely check those shows out. So, we're going to go around the room and do last words. Let's start with Ichigo. Last words. So, I hope that you all have a great holiday. It's been super fun being on the show with you guys. Um, glad that Ari's going to be able to make it back next show and enjoy your holidays. Ciao for now. Mako-chan? Um, I can't wait to go to bed and <laughs> sleep and be able to sleep this weekend and be able to sleep next weekend and sleep. But what is this thing called sleep? It's that thing that you don't actually like to do. <laughs> true, true, true. Last words, Uni. Um, happy holidays to everybody. Stay the hell out of my mall. And... I'll be posting new pictures of a finished costume, hopefully soon. Did you just say new or nude? Make it, right? Sometimes both. I keep forgetting how soft-spoken you are, Uni. I, I, I'm usually soft-spoken on, on internet thingies, and then when you hear me in real life, I'm really loud. Yeah, it, it, see, that kind of reminds me of the first time I met you at AWA, and I think sometime later you apologized for being a bitch, and I was like, you weren't even close to that. Because <laughs> I'm like, you don't know my bestie. She hold, She's holding the title belt in her room up on the wall, so... Mm-hmm. And that's the scary part, because y'all probably end up with the tag team belts. My last words. Um, I think I drank enough, so I'm probably going to chill and relax and 
make a sandwich and eat because I'm going to get takeout for the next couple of days and also I'm looking forward to doing my computer build so I may end up doing the live stream and me putting it together so be on the lookout for that do it do it do it and I'm actually thinking of putting in the, the SSD drive in now so I'll have all the data so I can just do the swap out so I think that's it Thank you for listening to us. Thank you for supporting us. Um, we are after this show. We are on vacation. We will be back in January 2017. We're kicking things off with Magfest, and we'll be talking about it on our show, episode 295, January 17th. And we are on the road to 300 episodes. 300 episodes. Almost 10 years later, no one has died. Allegedly. I want to go to MAGFest. I know. Next year. Stupid work. You could be drunk and cooking mama. I don't want to be drunk and cooking mama. Who do you want to be? I don't know. Well, for those of you going to MAGFest, I'm sorry I'm going to miss you this year. I'm going to be out doing Vegas, and then as soon as we get back, I think I'm going to be too tired because I'm going to have to get right into working on Katsukon. And I think if Koi went, she'd probably be Psylocke, and I'd probably be walking around behind her with a giant X-Men arcade box. <laughs> or I she... wish I could go to more out-of-state cons, maybe in a couple years. Or she'd be Kefka, and I'd probably walk behind her with a sign that says, Bow to me, bitches. Yeah, that'd be more accurate. <laughs> okay, that's it. We're getting out of here. It's getting late beyond late, so... We're going to bounce on out, so... I'm Ranma. I'm Makachan. I'm Ichigogami. And I'm Kefa. <laughs> what? <laughs> I knew those eyebrows weren't just for show. <laughs>